You're listening to Stimulus Tech Talk, a conversation-based podcast created by Stimulus Technologies that covers a range of topics related to business and technology. Welcome to Stimulus Tech Talk. I am Sherry Lip, Marketing Manager here at Stimulus Technologies, and I am here as usual with our CEO, Nathan Whitaker. And today we are going to be talking a little bit about uh, so Cybersecurity Awareness Month, which is what October is. Hello, Nathan. Hi, Sherry. And hi, everybody. It's great to be here as always. Um, so I figure this is a good time since it is October to talk about what uh, what Cybersecurity Awareness Month is and what maybe businesses can do to recognize it. Because I see it's a kind of a broad topic. And I think probably people hear it, but they don't really know if there's anything they can do for it. Well, it's interesting that Cybersecurity Awareness Month coincides with Halloween. <laughs> so... Uh, recognizing all the ghosts and goblins that are out there in the internets and digital worlds. Um, so, you know, it's, it's definitely a time that we, I mean, it's, it's definitely not a thing that we just do once a year, but it's a time that we can recognize the threat that it is to our businesses um, of hacking and ransomware and all these events that could happen to take down our businesses. Um, and I think just you turning in today as a first start of it is just recognizing that there is uh, a threat to our companies and talking to our employees about it. So, you know, it's a good opportunity if you're a business owner, CEO, general manager, whatever your title is inside the company, you know, bring it up with your team um, that they need to be, you know, recognizing the threats that are out there and working towards mitigating those. I would also say, you know, if there's something you can do, we have a lot of topics we've talked about on this podcast or our webinars, our blogs. If there's something you can do inside your company, just take you know, one thing that you can improve on in one area you can improve on. That would be a good start. You know, it's just you can't go from unsecure to completely secure on one day. So it takes little incremental changes over time. And so if you could do something this month towards that uh, of improving your cybersecurity uh, inside your company. I think that's a good start, too. And what kinds of things do you think employers could do with employees um, as kind of like a month-long activity or activities to do? Well, there's certainly a, a lot of training, I think, would be a, an option. Um, you know, one of the things that we do as a company, um, if you're at all interested, um, we do have weekly um, security emails that go out, just uh, aware of different threats that are out there. So um, if you're interested in signing up for one of those, um, you can visit our website and just fill out a contact form and say that you want to sign up for the weekly tips. Um, that's a good way. Get some of your employees on there and show, uh, share those with your team. You know, you could do if you have uh, trainings that you do with your team or monthly meetings, weekly huddles, whatever it may be, uh, maybe um, share one of our webinars or our podcasts that we talk about cybersecurity with your team. Um, I think training is really the biggest thing that we should be doing inside our companies uh, this month is just, you know, take note identify that the threats are out there, uh, maybe talk about some case studies, um, you know, look at some big ones out there like uh, MGM here in Las Vegas um, was a big uh, issue recently. So, you know, just look at different threats that are out there. And, you know, if you're if you're interested in engaging with us, we're happy to uh, give you some materials that you can share with your team. 
And so obviously we want to, like you said, want to be aware of cybersecurity all the time, but what kind of things do you think businesses should do, you know, on a yearly basis, you know, kind of bring this front of mind, you know, like an audit or, you know, what should they be thinking about maybe on a yearly basis that they could schedule around this time? So, you know, a few things that are an annual basis uh, should be done inside a business. You should have an annual cybersecurity assessment done on your company. And that's a both internal and external test of your defenses and what's going on. And, and what happens in cybersecurity is things change year over year. So maybe what you were doing last year is not sufficient than what you need this year. And so having that security audit done um, is, a, is a good way to see where you're at. Um, the other thing is, is review your insurance policies. Usually you have to renew your insurance annually and it would be a good time to call your broker up and say, you know, has anything changed with our uh, cyber insurance and should we uh, implement or increase our cyber liability or employee crime uh, policies and see where we need to do to improve those. The other thing is, is a lot of companies I find um, have to fill out these forms for their insurance companies to get that type of insurance. And it would be a good place to review that with your insurance company, along with your IT professionals and security professionals to make sure that the things that are required of you as a company to have implemented to get that insurance are in place. And I think finally, kind of along those same lines is uh, making sure you're compliant with any federal, state, or local regulations um, related to um, IT security or cybersecurity. So um, maybe talk to whoever is handling your compliance, whether it's your IT company, your security company, um, or a law firm or something like that, is just to take a review your state of compliance and making sure that you don't have any holes as things have changed also with that. Because uh, compliance and cybersecurity do go hand in hand. They're this very similar in, in a lot of people's minds, but you know, being compliant doesn't mean that you're secure and being secure doesn't mean you're compliant, but a lot of compliance dictates the things that you have to do on the security side uh, and maybe additional things too. Um, so doing both of those, I think dramatically improves your security posture. You know, what kind of things in company, we just did, you, you know, the webinar on IT asset management is that, and that's um, like you talked about that being a part of compliance and where does that fit in cybersecurity kind of, you know, a little, a little brief overview of what that is. Yeah. So I, I often say that you can't protect what you don't know you have. And so doing a audit of your IT assets, everything from your laptops and desktops, all the way to your servers, network infrastructure, everything that you have related to IT it is the first building block to developing a cybersecurity plan or security plan. And then it, that ties into compliance too. So, you know, doing an inventory of all your infrastructure um, seeing what's out of date, at not out of date, and then coming up with a plan of anything that is, you know, antiquated, create a hardware life cycle that you're replacing things that uh, should be replaced. It might be um, out of date or you're not getting security patches anymore for software and, and do a refresh. So this would be uh, kind of co coinciding with developing an annual budget too. Once you've done that inventory, it gives you an opportunity to sit down and say, okay, next year, you know, according to our hardware life cycle, uh, we probably need to replace eight computers and a server. Um, so you can put that in your budget for next year. So it's not a surprise in, in March or June that, uh, that you need to 
you know, fix that uh, before you can be uh, compliant again, that uh, you're, you're forecasting that and, and planning for that for the next year. So you have that in your budget. So that's really, you know, IT asset management is, is a building block because it gives you an idea of what you need to do um, and what you need to protect. So it's a good thing to do and also kind of coincides with annual budgeting for the end of the year. Um, and yeah, like I said, there is, we do have a presentation on that, that week you can still access if you're listening, um, if you're interested in IT asset management. We actually have presentations probably on either a podcast or a webinar on all the subjects we're touching on here today because this is a you know a broad overview of where you can figure out what you want to do as you're you know putting cybersecurity front of mind. Um, but where can people go for to learn about the kind of the latest threats? So we have our blog that we often talk about, uh, blog.stimulustech.com, a lot of the threats that are out there. Um, you know, if you if you want to get into the nitty nitty gritty, there's uh, you know a lot of um, websites that post what vulnerabilities are out there. It really, it's uh, security professionals that are looking at those. Um, it, I think, the best thing to do is you know look at the resources that we have or, you know, other experts in the industry uh, that are watching what's going on in the industry and summarizing and putting the information out there. Because uh, there is a lot of noise. Um, we have um, companies that we work with that are providing us as a company a lot of information. And, you know, the immediate threats that are out there, if there's um, what we call like a zero day threat, which means um, something that, you um, you know, there's a vulnerability in it, let's say Windows or Mac OS or a certain product uh, that has not been patched yet, that doesn't have a fix. That's called a zero day vulnerability, that there's no fix for um, this threat. And so we'll put those out there. If you want to join our mailing list, we, we send that information out when those when those occur. So you can know, hey, I don't want to use Adobe for this today, or I need to make sure that I um, stop using, you know, whatever version of uh, Chrome that you might be using. You know, there's, there's vulnerabilities that come out periodically that are really big threats, and we'll put those notices out. Um, I also mentioned at the beginning, we have our weekly uh, tech tips. Um, we put some information out on that. And then finally, um, we do have an inexpensive product that we offer, um, security training. So this is an annual security training that you can get for your team. Um, it's an annual assessment that your team has to take. And then they also get weekly micro trainings that are about five minute videos um, every week with a little quiz at the end. And it's a good update for what's uh, what trends are going on. And, and for, I mean, it's really an inexpensive uh, training option for your team. Um, there's a lot of companies that put it out. We, we have it available uh, just because I think that's an essential component of cybersecurity. It's just just bringing that awareness. Hey, you're on this podcast. You, you're doing it. Um, we can give you some resources to uh, help your team too. You know, where is the line? We were talking about, we talk a lot about training. Um, and then we have, you know, um, if you have cybersecurity as a service, you know, monitoring, where is the line between what an employee or employer needs to learn as opposed to what the company, your service provider is taking care of? That's a good question. So, you know, the threats are multifaceted, right? And and employees aren't going to be able to protect against all threats, um, nor is software going to 
uh, protect against all threats. We often talk about, you know, cybersecurity is a is a layered approach. You know, you have to have multiple layers. You can't just, you know, have one single system that is protecting everything. Where the line delineates is not a clear line. It's it's you kind of they kind of overlap each other. Um, you have to have your software that's really taking care of ninety nine percent of things that are going on, but you can't have your team just you know, blatantly, um, you know, jumping in the deep end of the pool every time they want and can't swim and expecting the lifeguard to come and save them. So I don't know if that's a good analogy. I just made it up on the spot, but I mean, really that's, that's what the expectation of, you know, the software always saving you and you can do whatever you want. You have to, you have to be a partner with the software and make sure that, um, that we have the right guardrails set up for the employees, but also, you know, you're not doing stuff that, is is going to cause damage to the network um, because we all make mistakes. Um, I'll just give an example. The other day, I uh, I got an email from uh, somebody that I actually interface with periodically. They're they're a vendor, and the email I was expecting some contracts coming in. Um, you know, you have those DocuSigns, Adobe Signs that come in all the time, and and uh, this this vendor emailed me. Um, I wasn't particularly expecting a contract from them, but it looked like a contract renewal. Um, so I clicked on the link. The link was a valid domain. It was for Adobe.com, so it was a valid domain, uh, but it was a shared PDF. Um, and then had some additional links in the PDF. And immediately I recognized that it was some hacker that had, had hacked the vendor's email account that was sending out these links. The PDF was fine, but if I had clicked any additional links in that PDF, it, it could have caused some damage. Ironically, I got an alert later in the day that told me I clicked um, something that I shouldn't have, which is good. I, you know, I, I started out, I shouldn't have probably clicked it, um, but I did. And then um, once I recognized that, hey, this isn't valid, this isn't something I asked for or was expecting, then I immediately shut it down. But my tool also notified uh, my team um, that there was something wrong too. Um, thank goodness I didn't go any further and then uh, the software uh, caught it on the back end too. So, you know, even if you're doing everything right, you're checking domains, it all looks right, the sender looks okay, it's not coming from malicious senders, um, you know, even uh, IT security experts can make mistakes too or, or be socially engineered to do something they shouldn't do even because a lot of the hackers are doing it perfectly. So it's a kind of a balance between the two that the software has to take over um, even if, you know, the humans make some mistakes um, and vice versa. You know, I, I caught that there was something wrong going on um, with that, uh, with those links and that, that document that was sent to me. So it's a, the, the document was valid, but the links inside the document were wrong. So there's just always things that are weird that are going on, new things that learn all the time. And that's why there's a, you know, has to be a partnership between the software and people. Yeah, definitely. Email is a big one and clicking links. And one thing I learned or was reminded of from the micro training that you just mentioned was not to click the even the unsubscribe button on an email that's bad. So and a lot of people might think, well, I'm going to get rid of it and not have them send me anything before without thinking about like the whole thing is the whole, all links are bad in, in certain emails. Um, so definitely, you know, if you don't know you're doing it wrong, then you don't know you're doing it wrong <laughs> sometimes. So training is important. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, things change all the time. The attacks are, um, you know, 
getting better each day. And they're, they're definitely, I, I think that's a great example that, uh, you know, I, you got to be careful about everything you do. And sometimes we make mistakes. Sometimes we do things that we shouldn't do. Um, and that's why, you know, you got to have everything to protect you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, any final thoughts on the uh, scary cybersecurity awareness month for October? Well, I guess I want to see if there's any, you know, uh, send us links if there's any great costumes related to hackers. You know, if anybody running around in the anonymous, you know, the hoodie with the with the funny anonymous face. I, I don't know if you guys are dressing up, you know, with that might be the scariest uh, for businesses, certainly the scariest costume out there. You know, just obviously, you know, it's 24-7. We have to be vigilant, but it's a good reminder uh, once a year to, you know, take a look at those things and just review where you're at inside your company and and make a commitment to change at least one thing to improve uh, inside your company. All right. Well, if only the hackers were really dressed like that all the time, we could, yeah. we could find them. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they are not, fortunately. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, thanks so much, Nathan, and happy Cybersecurity Awareness Month, everybody. Thanks, Sherry, and thanks, everybody, for joining us today.